Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I hate to break it, you're not the same as anyone here. But we can take it, we're short or brown or round or we're clear. I've got a feeling we are onto something here. from King's Place in London. Spontaneity Shop presents Global Pillage, the comedy panel show starring you, the hive mind of the audience. And if you worry, trouble might be coming your way. In it together, I think it's what I heard the man say. I got a feeling we are gonna be Keyboards, everyone. Hello, I'm Deborah Francis White, and this is Global Pillage, the comedy panel show in which we pillage the globe for hysterical facts about Homo sapiens and all their weird ways, crazy decisions, and inscrutable political choices for President of the United States. Oh God, oh God, what's happening? If you're listening at home in the future, Donald Trump's just been inaugurated where we live. By then, perhaps it's just a wasteland uh, that you're listening to this podcast in. Who knows? So, before Trump blows us all up, let's pillage the globe for facts with some super adorable comedians. On my left, playing for the good immigrants, is Bisha Kayali and Susie Wakoma. And on my right, playing for weedy thieves, is Radu Isaac and Nat Litsema. Uh, so, panellists, what makes you diverse? First of all, Radu Isaac, could you explain Weedy Thieves? So our team is kind of half Dutch, half uh, Romanian, and those are the bad stereotypes about our countries. I steal, and I guess she gets high. <laughs> <laughs> We've got very low self-esteem, and we just thought we'd put it right out there. <laughs> exactly, and we do want to beat the good immigrants. Okay, and Radu, how are you diverse? Well, uh, besides being Romanian, I thought about it uh, long and hard. I own a Windows phone. <laughs> I feel excluded everywhere. <laughs> Can't get any of the apps. Oh. It's awful. You should try and walk a mile in my shoes. <laughs> Nat Litsema, 
how are you diverse? Uh, my dad is Indonesian Dutch. My mum, not so much. My mum's from Watford, unfortunately. <laughs> I just look like my mum. And I actually grew up a Daily Mail reader and transitioned quite painfully at about 18 into a, a better person. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't my choice, obviously. It was just that was the newspaper in the house. It's like growing up in a mad religion. You're like, oh, well, this is the world, it would seem. <laughs> The Good Immigrants. Uh, why are you called The Good Immigrants? Because we turned up just before you lot and we happened to be wearing the same jumper. <laughs> we didn't plan this. No, we've never, never met. Never met. I've no <laughs> Yeah. We yeah. should probably like, say that this is for a book and it's great and you should buy it by Nika Shukla. Perfect accompaniment to this podcast. Exactly. Um, and they do some sweet clothing. Like this. Right? Yeah. So, Bisha Kayali, how are you diverse? I uh, was born in London, but I've lived in Saudi Arabia and Pakistan and Coventry. So, they're all on a level <laughs> difficulty of life. Oh, and I'm a, I'm a woman yeah, person. You are. you are a woman It makes person. me special in the context of comedy panel shows. So, that's right. <laughs> it's true. And Susan Wakoma, how are you diverse? I'm ticking all the boxes, so... I'm black, I'm a woman, I'm working class, and uh, for a few years I was probably a little bit gay but didn't really know it. So, uh, uh, yeah, um, so my parents are from Nigeria. And Sorry, can we just go back to was probably yeah. a little bit gay and didn't know it? Oh, you know, I went to a girls' school, you're looking around, you're like, oh, girls. You know, oh, Wait, nice. so are you, are you gay now? No, no. <laughs> Spectrum, though, aren't we? Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I definitely think that. Susie is not binary in her sexuality, is what she was saying. I'm rephrasing that to anticipate the emails. Yeah. (laughs) They're going to send them to me, Susie, not to you. Okay, I am Deborah Francis White. I am diverse because I am a lady person hosting a panel show. I am also an Australian, a left handed person. How many left handed people on the panel? I'm the only one, yes. Uh, left-handed and adopted as a baby. Oh, and used to be a Jehovah's Witness. That's probably my biggest diversity, although now I'm an atheist and we're everywhere. <laughs> Making sure that none of these facts are too much fun, please welcome in Pedant's Corner, or Nedant's Corner, as we now corner, our lovable doctrinaire, Ned Sedgwick. Hi. And on keyboard and sing songs, the very talented Mark Hodge. Um, Ned Sedgwick, what makes you diverse? 20 times you've asked me this question. Yeah. 20 times. Yes. And I've run out of ways of saying I'm white, I'm straight, I'm really boring, I'm an accountant, and I'm an accommod- I think I'm the cheapest Richard Osman knockoff you could find. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that's it. But you aren't you one-eighth Indian, Ned? I am one-eighth Indian, and I'm quite glad Nat's here. Who, how Indonesian are you? Oh, I mean, very... Li- like, my dad looks quite Indonesian, but I am... Cut me, I bleed Watford. <laughs> <laughs> cut me and I bleed Spurs, so we're going to have a bit, of a bit of a problem. Not many football fans here don't get that. that just... <laughs> I suspect I'm getting the wrong Venn diagram with... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much more the March than the football. <laughs> Mark Hodge, what makes you diverse? I am a gay Irish Catholic, and occasionally I'm quite worried. (laughs) (laughs) Now on every episode of Global Pillage, our hive mind creates a special piece of what we call music unique for this show. Over to you, Mark. We need a letter from A to G. Just shout. C. Let's start at the very beginning. It's a very good place to start. B, okay. 
yeah, G, that's good. Yeah, and the next one? What's this cause? Please, Ned. It's nothing, yeah. <laughs> well done. That's yes, well done. The first round is on archaic British superstitions. Now, Ned, who sets these questions, has set these questions because often it's like, what? In Peru, they do what? And uh, Ned says, we are just as odd as everyone. We just don't know about it. Uh, it seems normal here. This doesn't because these things are archaic. So all the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first with the correct answer. The hive mind gets a chance to answer after both teams of comedians have answered. Fingers on buzzers. So it is an archaic British superstition that it is bad luck to use what on New Year's Day? The gym. <laughs> the gym. Yeah, you're supposed to just sit on the couch and eat. Mm. Yeah, I've always honoured that superstition. <laughs> exactly. Right, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If it's not, it should definitely become an arcade British tradition. <laughs> It's hard for things to become archaic. I mean, I suppose you could, you could bed it in now and wait 100 years. Yeah. yeah. Okay, the good immigrants. Is it empathy for the country you're colonising? <laughs> um, just for that day, it's bad luck. Just for the rest of the time. I know, I think that's beautiful. <laughs> it's charming, isn't it? I knew we'd be in agreement on most things. Yeah. <laughs> so, hive mind, it is bad luck to use what on New Year's Day? I've... Money, a broom, and she knows. A washing machine. That's sort of the same as the gym for me. Yeah. Oh, it washes out the good luck. Okay. Any more? The bath. The bath. Okay. If you think it's money, buzz now. If you think it's a broom, buzz now. If you think it's a washing machine, buzz now. Or the bath, buzz now. You've gone for washing machine. Now, the answer I have here on my card is scissors. It's bad luck to use scissors. But do you have knowledge of the washing machine? Do we need to check that in case that's also bad luck? No. You just sold it like it was true. That was was a really good example of fake news, wasn't it? Because she went, she knows, she knows. And then you presented it as fact. And I thought, oh, well, God. I was actually going to give you, like, half points for the broom one as well. Because it sets the tone for the entire year, what you do on New Year's Day. So say you don't have any empathy for countries you colonise on New Year's Day, you're not going to have it for the rest of the year, so... That's how things have worked out with me in the gym. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, it's bad luck to take a broom when you're moving house, because brooms are evil. <laughs> we all know it. Scissors represent kind of severing. They're in kind of spiritual folklore. Uh, you're meant to keep some scissors by your door, for bad luck or good luck. I don't really know. It's mental. Um, and Surely yeah. your whole job is to know. <laughs> OK, no. And it's mental is not a very inclusive turn of phrase, Ned. <laughs> so a lot of the show is edited. You'll realise if you've listened at home, like, there's a lot of stuff which doesn't make it in. Uh, and it's mainly me making faux pas. <laughs> it's also bad luck to give scissors as a present. Yeah, you can't give scissors as a present. And if you do, someone has to give you a penny or any amount of money back. So it's not a gift. Oh. It's a transaction. Oh. Mm. Ned, how old are scissors? They're shown in art back to the Assyrians and the Sumerians. Wow. So kind of 3,500 BC, they're showing that far back. Wow. Yeah. 
grooming. Paul really learnt about the scissor. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> no absolutely. Scissor. But no points for anybody. No, no points for anyone. But you all had fun. Yeah. So. <laughs> I learned. I learned uh, now, in Britain, when the plague was on... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which channel? Which channel? <laughs> when the plague, when the long-running plague was on and people were bidden to watching it, um, what, what was it said you should wear round your neck to ward off the plague? Uh, weedy thieves. And, an orange studded with clothes. An orange studded with clothes? You seem very certain about that. I feel really certain. <laughs> I, I mean, it's sort of dribbling away from me now. Like, I feel like there's some faces in the audience going... That's what stupid people think. Because uh, some years I read Samuel Pepys's diary day by day as I go around oh, London. That's, that's a really lovely thing um, to do. Some years you do that. Yeah, well, because it takes up the whole year. So I mean, it doesn't take up the whole year, but it's a bit of a commitment. Radu, do you? Are yeah, you I feel, that, I feel that's true. At least if you have the plague, then it doesn't smell like you have the plague. Because <laughs> you smell like oranges and cloves. Yeah. Okay. You smell uh, suspiciously orangey now. <laughs> the good immigrants. You know, I went for it, but. Uh, quite simply, I the confidence dribbled from me. I was, I thought, I thought onions, and I thought garlic. And I thought no, that's vampires. And then I just really wish I hadn't done that. <laughs> <laughs> Got very confused. But the thing is, I feel like I believe in you more than you do, really? and I'm going for garlic. Oh my god, yeah, let's do it. But not because I think it's right, but because I just want a bit of solidarity oh, for the I team. Yeah. Like for sure, it's wrong, but let's say. <laughs> But let's say garlic. Like Do you know what? The Good Immigrants are the most heartwarming team we've ever had on the show. <laughs> so heartwarmed by them. A hive mind. When the plague was on, what should you wear around your neck to ward it off? Deborah. Dead rats. Dead rats? Okay. I heard Deborah. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I don't understand why you would jump to that. I didn't say Deborah. No. I, I was worn around nobody's neck. I can confirm that now during the plague. And thousands died. You see, if they <laughs> True. Perhaps I wasn't there being a taliswoman. Um, so dead rat. Roses. Roses. Yeah. What a lovely place. A nose gay. Good reference. Nose gay. Flowers. Okay. Onions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think we started that out with the oranges, and so we we should get the points. The same. Well, we haven't heard the answer yet. In case we have uh, the answer is flowers, I think we should still deserve the points. I'm just saying it before because I don't want. Well, luckily you're not awarding the points, (laughs) Radu, because that incredibly unfair system would cause revolt in this audience. It's it's unfair that I'm always on the team that's losing. So (laughs) I I want to get the jump start on winning this time. It's true. I've always beat Radu. Just I've always been on the team beating Radu. Nobody has scored anything yet, Radu. You're safe so far. But we have dibs on the first point. (laughs) You you don't have dibs on any points, Radu. There's no dibs on points. It's not how points work. Okay. I don't know why Uh, Romania doesn't rule the world with this attitude. (laughs) (laughs) Dibs on all the good stuff, please. Okay. That's exactly how we got this president. (laughs) (laughs) You nailed it. Nailed it. Okay. Hive mind, if you think it's a dead rat, buzz now. (laughs) Roses, buzz now. Nosegay, buzz now. Flowers buzz now. Onions buzz now. In fact, it is a toad. <laughs> Isn't that horrible? That's yeah. what we said. Uh, so, yeah. nothing like an orange, Radu. Where did my confidence come from? 
from? <laughs> it's, not, it's unclear. Well, now, actually, I'm tempted to give all teams five points because they all gave answers which were kind of used, but also I'm tempted not to because I was only looking for a toad. Um, but <laughs> Ned, Ned, sorry. So let's have to check this. Were there a number of options, each of which were technically right, but you just chose one at random and said that was going to be the I answer? I chose one and then I was going to give half point if someone said dead pigeons because they used to rub... And so that's why you're getting a half point. <laughs> Not because I got slightly scared when you shouted at me. <laughs> um, so but the first half point's going to go to Raddy's team. What? To why? For the Why? orange. For the orange Yay! too. Yeah, not That's for Christmas. The sorry, sorry. Dead. For Nat's team, not Raddy, you've got nothing to do with it. <laughs> you gave such a convincing explanation of the orange, but I'm really doubt. I haven't read Samuel Pepys's diary, cover oh, to cover. It's absolutely brilliant, guys. He buried cheese during the Great Fire of London. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it safe. You know what? That is a great strategy. Yeah. And if there are any upcoming disasters, as the news implies there might be, we should all bury cheese. Bury your cheese, guys. Bury it good and deep where Trump can't find it with his little hands. <laughs> Digging for hours. Um, Sorry, Ned. So I think we, also... we deserve like 10 more points for that joke. <laughs> Ned, why was it a toad? That's a horrible thing. Because toads were meant to have, again, spiritual properties, and they were meant to be so horrible that they'd draw out the illness. Oh. So one horrible thing would, would draw, draw out, out another horrible thing. I presume it was thing. a dead one. You couldn't wear a live one around your neck. It's not actually clear. <laughs> <laughs> I suspect they weren't details people back then. I suspect if you got to a stage where you're putting a toad around your neck, sure. you're not... A lot's happened. I feel like I yeah. could put that to rest, like for sure they were dead. Yeah, yeah, I think. All right, so any points for that round? Yeah, everyone gets five. Okay, next question. What must you keep off a boat if you want to stop the sea from getting angry, according to this British superstition? The good immigrants. Bucket of water, because the sea will get angry that you're cheating on it with <laughs> other <laughs> water. I'm just taking that based on personal experience with all my relationships to date, but just the... <laughs> a bucket of water, yeah. Bucket of water, so the sea doesn't think you're too timing it. Keep it, like, honest. It's all I'm asking. <laughs> Susie, From the feet. do you concur? I concur completely, that makes sense. Also, like, if it gets a bit angry, if you chuck, like, a little bit more, like, you're giving back water, so if the water's getting a bit angry, you're just like, oh, here you go, and then the water goes, oh, phew. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. yeah. Okay. And the water's like, you're already riding right. on me. The water yes. feels on my it's effort. Weedy yeah. thieves. I'm thinking because it's an archaic British tradition, maybe uh, you shouldn't have Portuguese or like Spanish people on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Portuguese or Spanish people on the boat? Yeah, then the sea would get angry. I was thinking women, so maybe it's Portuguese yeah. or Spanish women. <gasps> yeah. yeah, I reckon it's something misogynistic. It just smells like that to me. Okay. I'd say like a menstruating woman or a doubting one or a talkative one. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, God forbid all three, but... <laughs> <laughs> you find one. To be so honest, that's me this week. So um, anything that's not the British man on a boat that makes the, the sea angry. Okay. And we should get right. points no, if... Uh, Radu! <laughs> you can't say everything but one thing in the world. I want all the points. That will make the sea angry. Okay, hive mind. What? Salt. Oh, damn it, salt. Similar thinking. Salt is similar thinking to cheating on the sea with water. Oil. Oil and water don't mix. What was that? An albatross. An albatross. <laughs> I bet Ned's going to say it's all of them again and we all uh, get points again. Yes, if it's all Yeah, no, that's never happening again. Okay. <laughs> albatross, anything else? Women, yeah. Women, okay, all right. 
If you think it's salt, buzz now. Oil, buzz now. Albatross, buzz now. Women, buzz now. You are right, it is women. I'm actually going to give 10 points to Nat's team for specifying menstruating women. So I've got a yeah. quote here from everyone's favourite, Pliny the Elder. <laughs> Hailstorms, they say, whirlwinds and lightning even, will be scared away by a woman... Oh, no. <laughs> I feel like that means we get the point. Oh, is that yeah. word? <laughs> to have women on board a ship makes the sea angry. It says it right here. <laughs> Ignore that quote. Pliny, Pliny wasn't archaic British. He was Roman. He had all sorts of shit beliefs. Um, he said the opposite which I probably should have reread that quote before I started reading it out. Facts are slippery, aren't they? They are really good. Um, hailstorms, they say, whirlwinds and lightning even, will be scared away by a woman uncovering her body while her monthly courses are upon her. I mean, they so really, specifically like... Specifically naked menstruating women yeah. were a great thing. <laughs> on a yeah. Yeah. But it might be like a language water. course. They might be doing like a monthly language course. You just said monthly courses. <laughs> so it doesn't really... Actually, it's quite unclear. Oh, no, no, sorry, he goes on to say, should have, again, should have read this. <laughs> the same, too, with all kinds of tempestuous weather, and out at sea, a storm may be lulled by a woman uncovering her body, merely, even though not... It sounds like something he was saying to his girlfriend or wife. <laughs> it sounds... Now I'm reading it, he's like, look, I've written it down, this is it. There's a storm, if you get your kit off, yeah. the storm will go oh. down. It's like, like really bad sexting. <laughs> it's rainy outside. <laughs> Do you want to take it off? Okay, and it's the end of the round. What's the score? Ned. The good immigrants and the hive mind are tied in third slash second place with five points, and the weedy thieves are running ahead with fifteen points. Ooh. Sorry, I'm not playing this like a comedy panel show. I'm just playing to win. Yeah. I've had for some real Radu, you have finally found your ideal partner. Yeah. Yeah. You've played this a lot, right? And you've never won. This is the last time I'm doing the show. I am. <laughs> I want to win and then uh, end Wait. on a high note. No pressure, Nat. <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The next round is everyone's favorite round. Idioms! What is the meaning of this foreign phrase which we have literally translated into English? Fingers on buzzers. In Denmark, they say... Put your finger in the dirt and smell where you are. <laughs> what does that mean? The good immigrants. Just get down to it. <laughs> just, just get down to just it. Just get Come down on. to it. Get on with it. That's Take my off. translation. Let's do it. Fucking do it. Just do it. <laughs> just just do, it. do it. So yeah. it's basically the Danish <laughs> Nike slogan. Yes. Yeah. Put your finger in the dirt and smell where it, you are. Just put it in. Just smell it. And do there it. you are. Is this sexual? No! <laughs> I felt like it was until she said no, really shocked. <laughs> so now, you know, no, fine. It's Whatever. all on the spectrum, guys. It's all on the spectrum. Um, Weighty Thieves, do you have an answer? Put your finger in the dirt and smell where you are. I feel it's sexual and it <laughs> refers to the bum area. <laughs> I feel it's like in some parts of Denmark, like fingering a chap is fine <laughs> but it really comes down to where you are and diet is very localised so I mean yeah you have to do it and then realise you're in the wrong area for that but the Danish are an impulsive uh, kind of people like the way dogs meet that's <laughs> okay hive mind hive mind hive mind hive mind do you have any answers hive mind do you have any answers any other answers any other answers at all anything oh, I will accept anything except that <laughs> uh, are you seriously ready what the hell kind of parties have you been going to <laughs> Uh, no, that's totally true. Like in, in no, Radu, enough. <laughs> Shush, hush now. Hive minds to be... answer. Yes, thank you, we to thieves. Thank you. It's all very uh, inclusive of you, Deborah. No, I don't care. Uh, put your finger... Have you in... ever noticed, like, vegetarians, bums? Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> put your finger in the dirt and smell where you are. What does it mean? They hive mind, different... hive mind, hive mind. Because carnivores <laughs> are trained to kind of sniff Hel out uh, 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 herbivores okay, for food. Okay, thank you. Face the facts. Yeah, yeah. I'd say ours is up Wake up and smell the coffee. Live for the moment, make your bed and lie in it. Don't forget where you come from. Oh, that's oh. nice. Don't forget. That's very different to yes. ours. <laughs> okay, hive mind. If you think it's face the facts, Buzz now. L live, for, live for the money? Is that right? Live for the moment. Live for the moment. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's a Freudian misreading of my own handwriting. Sure, that's what I do. I'm totally mindful. I live in the moment. Live for the moment. Buzz now. You've made your bed, now lie in it. You're not meant to be buzzing for the hive mind, Matt. Oh, I've been buzzing all the way through. Sorry. No. <laughs> yeah, I just don't, I really like it. You're not on their team. But we do deserve points if they're... No. <laughs> don't forget where you've come from. Or stop and smell the roses. Now, it actually means adapt to the situation you're in, which I think is a yeah. bit like... Do it, man. Just yeah, because immigrants. That's why I was asking. I wasn't just being weird. I was asking whether you meant it sexually because I genuinely wasn't sure because the way you were going, you just, you know... I know, it's just what I give off. That's all and, <laughs> and it would have changed whether I gave you points or not. And because you didn't mean it sexually, yeah. giving you points. Boom. No, we did not. Yeah. <laughs> 
you think that's the same as adapt to the situation you're yeah. in? Just yeah. do just it. Get, just, just, get, just, just get do on it. with it. Okay. Just All right. Points for the good immigrants. I'm adapting to the situation you. and not saying anything, but I don't think it's right. <laughs> in ancient Greece, <laughs> this will be about bumming. <laughs> <laughs> In ancient Greece, they would say that someone was bringing an owl to Athens. What would they mean? An owl? Not what you're thinking, Radu. Bringing an owl to Athens. Weedy thieves. Is that bringing bad meat that no one wants to eat? Someone hasn't gone owl hunting before. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I have. Never again. Tough. Very tough. I'm thinking like an owl uh, sort of represents like a smart old person and they're bringing it to like the most cultured place in, on the planet. Coles to Newcastle. Yeah, yes. like doing something redundant, basically. Okay. I'm going with Radu. Please ignore me. Uh, yeah, that's okay. good. Go- 20 points. Uh, what? <laughs> no, 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 Let's move on. We got this one. <laughs> the good immigrants? I thought it was like, clean up the streets. Chill out. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Believe in me, okay? Some real scoffing. Owls are predators of small mice and that, and they're going to come to Athens when they had a big rodent problem, and, <laughs> and they will pick them from the skies. It's like metaphorical for like cleaning up crime and that. Okay. Whatever, I don't know what they had in Athens, like crime or just... Yeah, Ned will know. Ned? Yeah, I did do ancient Ned history, and people said it was a useless degree. Well, who's well. laughing now? <laughs> <laughs> Some of the audience. Um, yeah, I can explain later. Also... If you want to know anything about homoeroticism in ancient Greece, I wrote two essays on it. So uh, come to me afterwards. Filthy little thing. <laughs> I know. Okay. Well, I, no, I got confused because you said owls, and I went, oh, Harry Potter. So I thought you meant, like, oh, delivering the news. That's legit. Right. Yeah. Think? I mean, ancient Greece was a little bit before Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. But just a few years. Yeah. I got confused. That's what um, I want you to think. <laughs> <laughs> Conspiracy. Yeah. Okay, hive mind, bringing owls to Athens. What does it mean? Pearls before swine. A Hogwarts exchange program. Thank okay. you. <laughs> Thank you. I think it's bringing something somewhere where they already have a lot of that thing, like Coles to Newcastle. Coles to Newcastle. Yeah. 30 points for our team. Okay. Okay. Uh, so if you think it's Pearls before swine, buzz now. Hogwarts exchange, buzz now. Yeah. Coles to Newcastle, buzz now. Uh, in fact, it is Coles to Newcastle. So, Weedy yeah. Thieves. Okay, thank you. I have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Weedy Thieves did get, get it right. If you're listening at home, Radu has dropped the mic and left the building. Because <laughs> this is the first question he's ever got right at Global Pillage. But wow, how right he got it. Who first decided that owls were clever? Is it because they look like they're wearing spectacles? Ned? It's because they were associated with Athena. She was meant to have one on her shoulder. They, they were kind of mixed in with that imagery. And actually, Athena was meant to be wise, and she had an owl. So like, it was actually two separate cool things that were merged into one. Yeah, it was cool association. association. <laughs> That's true, isn't it? And, if you uh, hang around with clever people, people make assumptions off. about you. The reason it's called Newcastle is because owls were on every Athenian coin. So they had so many, oh. and they were quite rich. So it's like they're, they've got enough money. All right. In Germany, they refer to something as cable salad. What is that thing? Oh, weirdy thieves. Uh, it's all your cables on the floor, isn't it? Like behind your like, stereo and stuff like that. And 
and all your headphones and things. So it's literal cables in a tangle. Radu, do you concur? I'm thinking like sexual again. <laughs> <laughs> it's How? like a tossed salad for somebody who has hemorrhoids. No, I went down the <laughs> road in my mind. Okay, I try. I didn't. What was your good in See, when you said cable salad, it was like, oh, as in like you've got like a salad, but it's got cables in it, so it's like it's a salad of hard lessons. A salad of as in a salad as of in, hard lessons, like the school of hard knocks, but yeah, the salad of like hard you've lessons. You've got to have the salad, but watch out, cables. <laughs> salad of hard lessons. I really like what's happening up here. Yeah. Really that might be my favourite global pillage answer ever. Yeah. Salad of hard no, lessons. I didn't go to university. I Actually, I studied cable salad. I think like confusion, like huh? a confused, like it's a cable salad. So many like signals going through the wires and it's like a salad of ah so many options or also i feel like a, a, uh, my answer was cut short a toss salad to somebody who has hemorrhoids people who have hemorrhoids need love too basically what they it need means. fiber as well actually. exactly <laughs> salad uh, love people with defects that's like love everybody that's uh, that's like very much the message of the show Hemorrhoid salad. <laughs> no, no, love Don't everyone. Let them sit on the pale coloured sofa. Hive mind. Hive mind. Could you... Social media burnout. Great. Oh. Take the rough with the smooth. Take the rough with the smooth. TV binging. Badly organised. Ah. Deep. Tech's not working because it's cold like a salad. The internet has gone so cold. Okay. Great. Okay. Traffic jam. Broken telephone. Good. These are good answers. Yeah. You guys are so like, creative. Do they get to have so many answers? Yeah. Uh, okay. It's going to be something rubbish. All right. Now. If you think it is social media burnout, Buzz now. Take the rough with the smooth, Buzz now. TV binge, you cannot buzz oh, for the high so mind. TV binging, buzz now. Badly organised, buzz now. Your computer's broken, it's cold like a salad. <laughs> <laughs> buzz now. Traffic jam, buzz now. Broken telephone, buzz now. In fact, Nat Latsima had it correct, it is tangled cables. It's all your little wires tangled behind the stereo. So I'd like to thank the Academy and Jesus Christ our Lord. <laughs> and it's the end of the round. Um, the good immigrants and the hive mind still tied now with 15 points and the weedy thieves with 30 points. Oh, oh my God. Really, thieves, you are, you are killing it. I'm not actually going to win this anything. This has never happened. A drink. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll take that. Yes. The next round is the team's round. A member of each team has theoretically come prepared with a question based on their culture or family background, assuming they read my email. Audience, <laughs> if one of you has a question for one of the teams, that would be great too. So, Weedy Thieves, do you have a question for the good immigrants? Uh, yes. So, uh, what does it mean when you say uh, the knife has uh, reached the bone? Is this Romanian? Yes. Is that like, it's so bad, you've hit rock bottom, as in like, this is as bad as it's going to get. Like, you've been stabbed and it's hit the bone. Yeah. <laughs> Blood <laughs> everywhere. Ambulance. <laughs> Nino, Nino. <laughs> Game over. Just forget it. You're close, but not deserving <laughs> of like any points. <laughs> what is the answer? It's basically, yeah, things have gotten so bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 so, that, that you have to do something about it. 
That, yeah. that is the answer. No, it's not the answer. Oh, yeah, my bad. I said the ambulance. I said the ambulance is on the way, which means that I called the ambulance when I got stabbed. So I did do something about it. Yeah, she did something about it. Are you saying so? The meaning is you've got to do something about this. The meaning now. is r- Romanian people, if if they're just this, uh, what's the word? This. I tactic? like how you're putting on being more Romanian now. To <laughs> think you're saying extra authentic. It's like um, you just my country. Be... <laughs> uh, Romanian people, if they're just like this convenience, they don't do anything about it. But if things are really, really bad, we do something about it. But only one, I one, feel that's only sort one of word what dead. they said, though. Yeah. It's like rock bottom. Almost yeah. word for word. Almost word yeah. for word. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Netflix week, I think like there are five points there. Points there. Points the most. Oh, <laughs> ten points. This is Nick, gonna... look me in the eye when you say it, bro. Yeah. If not. <laughs> <laughs> I dare you. You're, you're getting ten points. <laughs> The Good Immigrants, do you have a question for the hive mind? Yes, this is my parents from the River State in Nigeria, so I have to do the accent. So what does it mean when you have this said to you? Me and you will put one leg for trouser. Oh, nice. Me and you will put one leg for trouser. What does that mean, hive mind? Someone's giggling. It sounds sexy, I know. It just does, there's something sexy about it. Me? Stop. Yeah, We're teamwork. Stick close together, maybe as well. Te- hold on, this is not your question. You are helping the hive mind here. Oh, so I didn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> so teamwork. Anything else? Yes. We'll, like, we'll take a whack at it. We'll take a whack at it. We'll give it a go. We don't have both legs, but we'll give it a go. Oh, so it's a... So the parent is saying, don't do that. I've told you not to do that. And the child is still doing it. Yeah, so it's the parent then saying, do you want to be in the same position as me, as a parent? All right, so Baz, if you think it's teamwork. Okay, Baz, if you think it's a parent and child saying, hey, we're going to be both wanting to put our legs in the same trouser. You want to be in my parent's shoes. Buzz now, if you think it's that one? I think they buzz for the second one most loudly. Did they, Ned? Uh, yes. Okay, parent-child. They're going for parent-child. Is that correct? Yes, kind <laughs> of. Yes, it's basically... It is you... Well done. Um, it's basically when two people are competing for the same... It's like, who's going to wear the trousers? And I got it when my mum would be like, oh, you're being a smart mouth. Get in these pair of trousers. And I'd go, oh, nah, you're right. Um, so, yeah, no, yes. <laughs> so that's specific example your mother would say it to yeah, you. Mom's... That is brilliant. Well done. Thank you. Well done. And well done for backing the right horse. That, is so, that was so specific what you said. Did yeah. you have knowledge of it or did you just guess? African parents. African parents. <laughs> okay, hive mind. Do you have a question for Weedy Thieves? Hi. So in Bulgaria, if someone tells you, oh, why are you walking as if you own four acres of hazelnuts on the large side? <laughs> it sounds really good in Bulgarian as well. Oh, you want to hear I it love this show so much. <laughs> Say that again. Um, so in Bulgarian? Yes, yeah, hey, yeah, Bulgarian, yeah. please. Great. And in English, why have you gone and started walking as if you own four acres of hazelnuts on the large side? 
Why are you walking as if you own four acres of hazelnuts on the large side? So the answer is definitely dirty and we should get points without saying it out loud. It's cocky, isn't it? Like taking up loads of the pavement maybe and like, you know, strutting a bit and like getting in people's way or having massive testicles. (laughs) (laughs) Which is 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 really connected. Oh, no, I think I'm the way it is. Four acres of hazelnuts is big. But we will let you have an answer. Please. Okay, that's fair enough. It's all, yes. Does it mean like, oh, why are you walking around like you own the place when you've only got hazelnuts, not like real something of substance? (laughs) (laughs) Like why walk around like bully big bollocks? Yeah, Yeah. when you've got no bollocks. I feel like in Bulgaria, hazelnuts are a big deal. All right, could, feel like could we have the answer, please? The answer is really close to what you're saying. It's me quite specifically. Why are you walking in the middle of the street? But it's kind of like... Yeah. Middle of the street. Weedy oh. Thieves score again! Yay. And it's the end of the round. What's the the hive mind and the good immigrants still tied, but now with 25 points. And the weedy thieves have 35 points. Ooh. The next round is our World War II sexting round. <laughs> During World War II, sweethearts sending each other telegrams would use acronyms to disguise the true nature of their communications because letters were being censored. So, for example, Norwich stood for Knickers Off Ready When I Come Home. The teams will have 30 seconds, pen and paper, and Mark Hodge slightly distracting them by playing World War II tunes to solve this acronym, Warsaw. The good immigrants, do you have something? Yes. Yes. What have you got? Willies are ready, so arrive wet. (laughs) (laughs) It's a a group text. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Weedy Thieves, do you have an answer? I think ours is just a cry from the heart, really. (laughs) Why are rectums so awesome? Why? What is it with you? I feel like we should have gotten points like a couple of rounds ago <laughs> for the rectums thing. Yeah, I know you do. Nobody agrees. Uh, okay, I don't right. think you're very anally inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been thinking it, now we've said it, so there you go. I love the arse. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I enjoy it on lots of levels. You were my nanny when I was free, so that's no, it. No, no, that is true. I was Ned's nanny, but then I need to say how old you were, Ned. Free teen. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> No, Ned was three. Ned but it's was weird three, that he's never left you since. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my parents are still looking for me, by the way. <laughs> Hi, Vine, do you have anything? Workmate's awfully randy. Stay away, wife. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Anything else? We are really sexy all weekend. Oh, nice. We are really sexy all weekend. <laughs> The real answer is, we await re-entry, so arrive whenever. <laughs> um, I think two words. But That's I like 15 some of these. Points. 
I like some of these more. The final round is the smash the patriarchy round. For our final round, we have just one question about a minority group who successfully rose up and managed to overcome their hardships and throw off the yoke of oppression, also known as the stick it to the man round. This round may only contain one question, but it is worth double points. In 1987, Prince released the song Sign of the Times, which was the first song in the American and UK charts to do what? Weedy Thieves. Was it something kind of about sexuality, maybe, or purple? (laughs) (laughs) Something about sexuality or purple. The Good Immigrants? Rain. The first... (laughs) (laughs) This is a sort of smash the patriarchy question. 1987. No, it certainly wasn't the first song to mention rain. Singing in the rain was well before that. Depicting men... Gay relationship? Challenging sexual norms? And purple? Hive Mind? Theme song for a minority group. Theme song for a minority group. Mentioning AIDS. AIDS. Mentioning AIDS. AIDS. Um, I said yeah. AIDS. You did not say that. Okay, uh, Hive Mind, minority group buzz now. AIDS buzz now. Uh, Correct. It mentioned AIDS, but it was not only did it mention AIDS, but it did so not as a sexually transmitted disease or associated with homosexuality, but with drug abuse. So the Hive Mind score. They certainly did. End of the show. What's the scores, please, Ned? Sharing a silver medal in second place, it's the good immigrants and the weedy thieves. Sorry, Raddy. That's cool. <laughs> I, want, I want to come on the show again. So, <laughs> in, in some ways, I'm, I'm the biggest winner of the night. <laughs> <laughs> but in more real way, the hive mind are the biggest winners with 55 points. So bad luck to the losers, who clearly used scissors on New Year's Day. And congratulations to the winners, who are making the sea angry with their ovaries. Please give it up for Bishkeli. Natlet Sima. Radu Isaac. Susan Wakoma. Ned Cedric in Penance Corner. Mark Hodge on keyboard. You, the hive mind. I've been Deborah Francis-White. Good night. You have been listening to Global Pillage, hosted and created by Deborah Francis-White. The questions were set by Ned Sedgwick. Music was by Mark Hodge. The recording engineer was Chris Sharp. The producer for the Spontaneity Shop was Tom Selinski. Thanks to Zoe, Meta, Sally and everyone at King's Place. For more information about this and other episodes, visit globalpillage.net. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.